Hey all, welcome to another episode of the African Football Roundup, where we take a look at all the happenings of African football uh, over the weekend, or discuss any hot-button issues in African football. Um, this podcast is brought to you by the good people over at africasacountry.com. I would highly recommend you check out africasacountry.com if you have any interest in societal issues, politics, history, academia on the continent. That's the place to go to get it. Um, there's a really good uh, piece at the moment about the politics of hosting the African Cup of Nations that I highly recommend all of you read if you get a chance. And I'll put the description, oh, sorry, I'll put a link in the description below. So this week I wanted to talk about uh, something in particular since we're just about a week's away from the 2023 CAF Awards. Um, I was lucky enough to be selected amongst a panel of African football legends, CAF technical experts, and I'm the media represent one of the selected media representatives. I'm not obviously an African football legend. Um, and basically, we had to vote on various categories in African men's football. And I wanted to explain the criteria because I know that this might be controversial to some people. We were specifically told that the performance of the nominees to be considered is between the time period of November 2022 and September 2023. And so that counts the World Cup because I saw, for example, when um, some Algerian football fans saw the list of nominees, they said, how can Algeria not be one of the national teams of the year nominated, especially considering the fact that they hadn't lost one single match in the calendar year of 2023. Well, simply that when you consider the World Cup and Algeria wasn't a participant in the World Cup, um, then you can sort of understand why they weren't nominated as the National Team of the Year. Me personally, uh, my general criteria when I looked at the list of nominees was that I took into account competition with national teams. So like the World Cup, yeah, well, there's been no African Cup, but for the youth, there's been youth tournaments. Um, and then competition with club is underneath. And then at the very bottom, I have general form with club and national team. And so I'm just going to run through the categories and, and show you how I voted. So for the Young Player of the Year, um, I went number one with Lamine Kamara from Senegal. Um, he was the player of the tournament for the under-20 AFCON, for the Chan, and then he signed with Mets in the summer. And since then, he's had a really great start to the season uh, with the, the French club up in northeast France. I think this one should be unanimous. I think anybody that's paid any attention would know that Lamine Kamara is the most exciting African talent of 2023. And he's already starting games for the Senegalese national team alongside Pap Matar Sar uh, of Tottenham Hotspur. Number two, I have Abdesamad Zazuli simply because of his performance at the under-23 AFCON. He's a player that sort of scared me at first because my first impressions of him were at the World Cup, at the FIFA World Cup, where he was honestly atrocious. Um, I didn't really like how he performed. Uh, it seemed like he was nervous, which is understandable. He was very young when he was playing um, back in November uh, of 2022. Um, but in the summer uh, at the under-23 AFCON, he was really, really good. Probably the best or one of the best players at the tournament. And so that coupled with some of his club form, I think, warranted him being voted number two. Number three and four, I've included simply because of their club form. Actually, number three, four, and five. I have Ernest Nuama, Gift Orban, and Dango Watara. I think those are in the right order. I could see you shuffling them. 
Um, and I think I think there isn't too much controversy for this Young Player of the Year award. Like I said, it should be Lamine Kamara from Senegal. Um, and by the way, if you want to see a list of the nominees, I'm also going to include that in the description uh, of this YouTube video. <laughs> or if you're listening to this podcast, then you'd have to go uh, and Google, you know, CAF Awards 2023 men's nominees. So the second category is the Interclub Player of the Year. So this is a player that's playing their football on the African continent. This one was a little bit tough. I'm, I'm still hesitant about the choices I made. I voted Mohamed Abdel Munim the Interclub Player of the Year. Um, Al Ahli won the CAF Champions League, which is the most prestigious competition on the turn in, on the continent, and obviously they have a stacked team, and he had a lot of help with his teammates. But Mohamed Abdel Munim scored a few goals during the CAF Champions League campaign, played good defense, and the goal that he scored in the final. I mean, he clinched it for Al Ahli which is why I have him at one. But I think it could have very easily been Percy Tao, who I actually have at number two. I mean, his performances in the knockout stages last year in the CAF Champions League were second to none. He finally hit his stride with the Red Devils, and he was the Percy Tao that we were all expecting when he made the move from Brighton uh, back to Al-Ahli. So I actually spoke to some Al-Ahli supporters who told me, no, you should have voted for Percy Tao instead of Mohamed Abdelmanim. But that's the order I have them in. Third, I have Zinedine Bilid simply because him and his partner Adam Alilat in the center of USM of Algiers defense has been the main reason, in my opinion, why they won the CAF Confederation Cup alongside very good coaching and, and good goalkeeping as well. But he was just such a great leader of men uh, and a captain, and he did very well to win his first international appearances with Algeria. Still not performing at the Percy Tower, Mohamed Abdelmanim level. Uh, number four and five, I have Peter Shalulile, leading scorer of the PSL again. Um, and then Mohamed Ashenawi. Mohamed Ashenawi, I'm going to talk about him again for goalkeeper of the year, but he had 32, and 50 clean, uh, 32 clean sheets in 50 matches. I think he's one of the more underrated goalkeepers on the African continent simply because he's playing his football um, at Al-Ahli. So those are my top five. The ones that just made, missed out were Mahmoud Kahraba, who's playing... Uh, in that new role as a, as a striker, kind of, and did really well for Al-Ahli there. Fiston Mayale, I felt that, that frustrated me. I wanted to include him in my top five because the way he played for African young Africans was... And not to mention that they won the double. Eamon Mahius and Ronan Williams are, are the ones that I ha also have in my honorable mentions. Now, the player of the year, we had to nominate 10 instead of five. Um, and Moroccan media have already said that Yassin Bounou has won this award. We'll see on December 11th. Me personally, I voted for Victor Osimhen. Um, and that's simply because I give what he did with Napoli, winning that Scudetto for the first time since the Maradona days, I give it so much weight and importance. And although I said my general criteria was that I, I weight, you know, national team competitions above club competitions, the way Osimhen performed, you know, like he and Kvaradona, but he willed Napoli to that Scudetto. So I don't think it's too controversial of a, uh, of a decision. It could be seen as a toss-up because Yassin Bounou, who I voted as number two, had the World Cup performance, won the Europa League with Sevilla, um, just had a great, great year goalkeeping. In my opinion, was the best goalkeeper in the world. Um, so 
I voted him as number two. I could see why you would vote him as number one, especially since we're considering November 2022 in the criteria. And that's why I have number three, Mohamed Kudus, because his World Cup was... I mean, I think that's where he really cemented himself as, yeah, one of the top under-23 talents in Africa. Also uh, have Mohamed Kudus uh, because of his form with Ajax, Amsterdam, which earned him the, the big money move to West Ham United. But I don't think that's too controversial. And four and five, I have Mohamed Salah, who I think we take his greatness for granted. But if you look at his statistics last year... <laughs> How many players in the world have been performing at that level for the last five, six years? Maybe even more. Excuse me. I'm a little bit sick, so I just had to take a drink of some cinnamon tea. I have Ashraf Hakimi after Mohamed Salah in position number five because of his World Cup, League and Team of the Year, even though PSG were kind of, well, they're perennial disappointments, really. And him and Sofian Amrabat, who I have at number six, could be interchangeable. I'm going to bet because of the World Cup, but I don't think he was a top three Fiorentina player last year. He was good, don't get me wrong, but I don't think he was one of the top three players uh, for his club. To close out the top 10, I have Seko Fofana because of what he did with Lens, propelling them to uh, a Champions League spot. Thomas Partey because of his performances with Arsenal, uh, who nearly won the league, and uh, and with Ghana at the World Cup. Chancel Mbemba from Congo is my number nine uh, slot. I was living in Marseille last year, and if you saw him play with Marseille and with DR Congo, I mean, helping them win, get to the African Cup of Nations again, he's been very, very impressive. One of the better defenders in African football. And finally, to round up my top 10, Vincent Abubakar. I think he had 14 goals with Besiktas last year, that goal against Brazil at the World Cup. So those are my top 10. Uh, last few categories, we have Coach of the Year. I think this one is quite obvious. Walid Ugragi, first time any African country gets to the semifinals of a World Cup. And Walid Ugragi is the coach, and he's pretty much responsible for getting them there. Not only because of the way he set them up tactically, but especially because of the spirit he managed to instill in the group. You know, with the families being around the players and the, the, the supporters getting behind the team. I think this one's a no-brainer. Number two, Marcel Kohler. If you look at his stats with Al-Ahli, Al-Ahli always have great stats, but with him in particular, I think they've only lost, I want to say, five or six matches since he's been in charge, and most of them have been at the Club World Cup. Number three, Abdel Haq bin Sheikha, because of, uh, it's because of him that they won the CAF Confederation Cup, which is why I have him at number three. Number four and five are Juan Misha and Amir Abdu, who I have because of their qualifying to the AFCON with Equatorial Guinea and uh, Mauritania. Um, I think they did pretty well in their qualifying campaigns, and so I have them there. Amir Abdu, I think, is a, is a really good coach. Last three categories, we have Club of the Year. Uh, I, I spoke about this in a previous video, but I have Al-Ahli, USM of Algiers, who won, you know, both those clubs won the premier competitions in Africa, Champions League, Confederation Cup. Third place was Mamelodi Sundowns because they only won the PSL, the no domestic cups, even though they were very impressive in the PSL. Fourth, I have Young Africans. And fifth, I have uh, Widet Athletic Club, who were in the Champions League final, but no Botola, no cup. Finally, I have Goalkeeper of the Year. Again, this one is simple. Yassin Buno will win Goalkeeper of the Year. He was number two for Player of the Year. So, um, this one might be controversial, but I have Mohamed Ishanawi as number two because of that Champions League final, because Champions League trophy, apologies, 
um, you know, they won the trouble with the, or their are about to win the trouble with the Ahli. Um, 32 clean sheets out of 50 matches. I think he deserves it over Andre Onana. Onana had a really great magical six months with Inter Milan. They make that CAF Champions League final run, but remember he's kicked out of the the group stages uh, with Cameroon. Rigobert Song sends him home, and he had a horrible start to the Premier League season with Manchester United. Um, even if we only you know count up until September and not November, uh, because as the Champions League group stages progress, he's been getting worse and worse really. But even in September, he was making pretty big mistakes. So. That's how I have it. I have Yassin Bounou, number one, Mohamed Shinawi, number two, Andre Onana, number three, Ranwan Williams, so, uh, Sundowns and South Africa goalkeeper, number four, Osama bin Bout of USM of Algiers and Algeria in number five. And finally, National Team of the Year. Again, this one is a no-brainer. How can you go against Morocco if we're considering the World Cup? Number two is Senegal, getting to the knockout stages without Sadio Mane. Um, don't forget that that's pretty difficult for them to do. He's such a Obviously, a, a technical but also a spiritual leader for the Taranga Lions. Um, number three and four, I have Cape Verde and Equatorial Guinea. And I didn't write down who I voted for at number five. But I do think the, the final results of our vote might be public. So um, I might have a little bit to answer for. But uh, that's how I voted for the CAF Awards. I wanted to let you guys know before anything was published. And before the CAF Awards take place um, on December 11th in Morocco. Uh, so that's going to be this upcoming Monday. So that's it. I just wanted to uh, justify that, uh, maybe uh, provide a little bit of anticipation for these awards. They're going to be uh, fun. Uh, Morocco always throws, you know, really interesting and, and great events, um, for especially things like this, you know, award ceremonies. So if you can make it out there, I think you should. There's going to be a lot of legends. Um, but if not, we're only 40 days away from the Africa Cup of Nations. I cannot believe that I'm saying that. Uh, probably the most joyous moments of my life are, are during African Cup of Nations. So my flight is booked. My accommodation is booked. Really, really excited. So stay tuned and we'll have much more of that coverage coming up. So thanks for listening. Let me know what you think, how you would have voted differently, if you would have voted differently. Um, and until then, please, again, please check out africasacountry.com. We have a lot of great coverage coming up for the African Cup of Nations. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening and we'll speak to you soon. Peace.